Well, thanks, Mike H. Let's start off the show with acknowledging you because you sent in something to the show again. Yes. Not only did you send us these lovely uh, sound effect buttons. <laughs> that's my son who recorded on that one. They have a few sound effects. Uh, but he also sent us a calendar I for the National this. Days of Stuff. Yes. It helps out a little bit, you know? Yeah, and he petitioned to have the Stop Biting Your Fingernails Day. Well, maybe he'll get it on the calendar next year. to next year's calendar. Anyway, good luck with that, Mike. And thanks for the calendar. Uh, We'll get to it in our next break when we do the uh, special events and days of the year. You can also get in touch with us, not just via the post or the mail, but the text line, 888 as Lots of fun. Hey, you fixed your bell. I did. The tintinabulation is Something back. Something was what broken. Happened? I don't know. It's just every once in a while it stops working. I think huh. it's the weather. How about that? <laughs> My bell still works fine. See? <laughs> Thanks, Mike Gage. Uh, here's some news we found. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, every one of us move in a unique way. And scientists are saying that your personal gait, the way you actually walk, yes. indicates a lot about your overall health. Okay. Having your gait analyzed by a health professional can predict things like motor delays in kids, fall risks in older adults, and when coupled with cognitive decline, a risk of dementia. Okay. Uh, walking speed also is an indicator of health. They released uh, last fall a study that saying the faster you walk, it's associated with a reduced risk of death. So, okay. Very interesting. I've always walked fast. When people walk with me, they always have to catch up. You're six foot three. But it's, it, that doesn't matter. It, you could still walk along languidly. But I just well, happen to walk fast. Well, there you go. So, so Gen Zers are proving a challenge when it comes to hiring them. A new study says ninety. <laughs> wait, no, 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 no. Back, back. Yes, Rewind the tape on that for just one second. <laughs> Read me that headline again. <laughs> Gen Zers uh-huh. proving to be a challenge when it comes to hiring them. Okay, that's what I thought you a said. A new study shows ninety-three percent of them are ghosting interviews. So they set something up, up, and then they don't. They don't come. They don't respond. Nothing. And then 87% of them, once the ones who do show up to the interview and get the job, 87% of them don't show up to their first day of work. There's so much to say about that, including the fact that you even said 14% of them bring their parent to the interview. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the fix is. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know And having why. spoken to some employers, they say the hardest thing to get is for them Employees. to show up. To get them to show period. up. Period. Not late. Not, you know, a few. No. Period. To at show all. up. At all. I know. I know. Okay. So the iconic right. fur bikini worn by Raquel Welsh. And the only reason I know that oh, yes. is because of Shawshank Redemption. And he had that poster that's of her. Right. So that's the, I know it from there. That's right. It's going up for sale, by the way, with hundreds of other items that were once owned by the late actress who died, by the way, a year ago mm-hmm. at, at age 82. Yeah. Julian's has announced Bombshell, the Raquel Welsh collection, is set for April 12th in Los Angeles. You could do it online as well at Julian's Auction. Also up for grabs, mm-hmm. her 1974 Golden Globe Award. I didn't think you were allowed to sell those awards. Uh, and a Bob Mackie halter dress that she wore on The Muppet Show in 1978. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. Welcome in, everybody. Here it is, the 23rd day of this. 23rd day already? Yep. Wow. Where did that go? Well, March 1st is a week from today. That is correct. Oh, wow. Right? 23 plus 7 would Ooh. be 30, and there's 29 days. That would be correct, I Ashley can't Page. believe it. 
Yep, who's got birthdays? Well, right at the very top from Home Improvement, Patricia Richardson is now 73 years old. Mm-hmm. Ed, two, tall, Jones is 73 as well. Six foot nine, by the way. Wow. He's a uh, football player and boxer. Ooh. Brad Whitford wow. from Aerosmith is 72. Kristen Davis is 59. Damon John, Shark Tank, 55. Niecy Nash is 54. Kelly McDonald, 48. Josh Gad from Frozen is oh, 43. I love him. Yeah. Comedian Aziz Ansari is 41. Emily Blunt is 41. And Dakota Fanning is now 30 years old. Uh, uh, wasn't she the the one from I Am Sam? Uh, perhaps also War of the Worlds. There was a, a few films that she was as a young girl, but she's oh yeah, my 30 years old now. What? It happened on this date in history. We announced that the Allied ground offensive against Iraq had begun, kind of the beginning of the Gulf War. In 1997, scientists in Scotland announced that they had cloned a mammal. A lamb named... They named her Dolly. Dolly. And then she uh, had to be kind of put down because she she was having some issues. I think that's... Is that the actual audio? I think that was the actual... Wait, hold on. Here's the actual audio. (laughs) Nope, they kept missing. Dolly, stand still. (laughs) Dolly, quit moving. I think that's how it went. Poor Tommy. It was three years ago that Tiger Woods crashed his car in L.A., <gasps> injuring both of his legs. I remember seeing it's that. It's a yeah. miracle he's walking and playing golf It's a miracle he's alive. That, that, that was a saying. really bad crash. Special events for today. Curling is cool day. We're going to talk about that in fun facts. In the ice sport. Mm-hmm. Diesel engine day. Digital learning day. Dog biscuit appreciation day. Stand up to bullying days. That today. should be every should single be. day. Rationalization day. Skip the straw day. Mm, That's right, Mister. I don't think don't so. Don't you? Don't you kill a nah, sea turtle? Make sure it's a plastic one because they're <laughs> the best. Banana bread day. Oh, chili day again. I thought that was yesterday, but I'll have all two, winter two servings of chili for me. Thank you. And play tennis day mm. is today. I took lessons for a hot minute when I was 10 years old, and that was it. (laughs) Me And I was done. All right. You have a birthday and a special event. Tell us when yours is, and we will celebrate with you at 888-922-7234. Ashley and Brad. Thanks for uh, being a part of the Ashley and Brad radio program. Let's talk about music for a second, Um, specifically going back just a little bit in the annals of history. For talking about uh, when certain groups would splinter off, members from those musical groups would join other groups. A super group. Together, they would form a super group. Exactly that. Some of the early ones, Cream, uh, Blind Faith, Crosby, Stills, Nash Young, Led Zeppelin was a super group. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they took uh, from a few different people. Uh, Emerson, Lake and Paul McDerick, Derek and the Dominoes. I mean, so yeah, yeah. It, any anywhere Eric Clapton went, it I became know, right? a super group <laughs> for sure. And then in the eighties, there was oh my gosh, there was Asia. That was a super group. The Highwaymen. Um, yeah, oh, one of my all time favorites. Yes, the Three Tenors. If you like opera, which right. I do. So there's a lot of these yes. that have happened. Yeah, well, and I, damn Yankees and oh yeah, um, uh, yeah. Oh, Traveling Wilburys. Oh, the super of superest groups, perhaps. I, well, so it's funny because sometimes there are some of our favorite artists and you think, that'll be interesting if they ever did anything else because they were their iconic solo artists like Billy Joel. Yeah, you well, know, like he went see- out on the road with Elton John for a while and so the two of them was like, whew. Right. Right. Can't get better than that in terms of piano. Well, Billy Joel now wants to form a super group, but it's not with uh, Elton John. Okay. Because I thought that would be fun, but that would just be dueling but he's pianos already done all that. night. Yeah, he's already yeah. done that. He sang very much like a, an homage to the Traveling Wilburys. Uh-huh. He said he would love to have himself, obviously, yeah. Don Henley, okay. Sting, mm. and John Mayer on guitar. Wow. 
That would be a I fantastic... I think all he has to do is place a phone call. Exactly. Who's going to say Who's, no? I was, that's exactly what I was right. going to say. Who would be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm busy, Billy yeah. Joel. I can't... Don Henley, you got any time to go out on the road with me? You know what? I'm kind of all booked <laughs> up right now, Bill, to be honest with you. He has sold out Madison Square Garden more than anybody else. A hundred I mean, times. That would be amazing. So I really hope he does it because right now he's like, yeah, that'd be fun. I know. I hope that everyone on that list sees this story and calls him and uh, says, well, hey, I saw uh, you mention me in an article. And that's be- and I just talked to someone yesterday about this. I mean, it's been since 1993 that mm-hmm. he made music. He's now got a new song out, first one in 31 yeah, years. Yeah, it's been a really long time. So there's been quite a uh, But his music just Joel. stands a test of time. Uh, I know, it does. So is there somebody else you would want to put in this musical super group with Billy oh, Joel? Oh, man, I'd throw a bunch more people in there. You I'd just would? Make, oh, man, I'd make it like the Allman Brothers, so- <laughs> just a giant stage of people <laughs> exactly. up there. Yeah. Ashley and Brad. Expanding your vocabulary each and every day here on the Ashley and Brad Show. That's what we're doing. The words are collected, by the way, on our website. Look at the top of our website, Ashley Brad Radio. You'll see the link. Click it, and the words will pop up. Uh, over 200 now is where we're at. Today's word is a French word okay. from 17th century. Uh-huh. And it's very appropriate to these words of the day. We did a French word yesterday, too. I know, from Provençal. But uh, today's word <laughs> yeah. is recherche. Recherche. Yeah, recherche. Huh. How would you spell? I don't have a clue. <laughs> Except maybe it starts with an R. Is about as far. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you that one. But here's some spelling music for you to huh. noodle. Recherche. Okay. There's just so many ways to there go with is. this. But let's hear. R E C H R C H E. Say that again. R E C H R C H E. Um Am I super you close? You were really close because you left out a vowel. I did her. You said you okay. Well, anyway, it's spelled R E C H E R C H E with an acute uh, accent on the E. So I just switched the A you, with the E. You left that. You left out the E. You said R C H R C H E. So you should have put. And in how the- is it? R C H R E C H E R C H E. You left out that second E. There's three in there. Yeah, but there's no A. No. Right, so not- I just swapped that one letter. Oh, I missed it by one again. I, I know. Anyway. What's it mean? Recherche is rare, exotic, or obscure. Mm. Some of these words of the day we're bringing are recherche. Recherche. Most children have a recherche palette when it comes to introducing exotic, new Exotic, rare, foods. or obscure. <laughs> obscure. Some of the trivia that I give yeah, on yes. the show is recherche. True. Yes, it is. Yes, it uh, is. It just comes from the French word uh, past participle recherche, which means carefully sought out. But recherche is your word for today. Ashley and Brad. Immutable truths here on the Ashley and Brad show. Uh, I don't think I'm going too far out of line to say that some movies stand the test of time. Oh, for sure. Regardless of when they were made and the era they were produced, you should still watch them and go, that's a good movie. We talked about that the other day. One of the most <laughs> rewatchable movies. Uh, uh, there's a, several on the uh, list well, I forgot sorry, to mention. Come on, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, come uh, on, made in 94, but any from, there's lots from the 80s, 70s. Yes. Anyway, movies stand the test of time. One of which is a comedy from 1986. 
that you're saying there's now hot news about? Wow. And listen, when I get bored in here wow. sometimes, am I not singing Don Shane every day? From, all from, the time. But It's from this movie. Please don't tell me that there's a remake coming. Well. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, let's find out what it is. News. The Roundup with Ashley Page. But first, you probably have heard that we live in this outrage culture. It's kind of been. Hold on, let me step the outside last... the studio. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry, everybody. Sorry. I made a mistake when I said something. Everyone just. Uh, and yeah. that's exactly what it refers to our collective tendency yeah. to react, often with intense negativity, to uh, things that happen. Just. Simple, minor things that turn into something, and it it turns into like this Uh, toxic spiral. Researchers say positive comments can help uh, counter-influence some of these negative spirals, so it's (laughs) worth speaking up, especially if you see something online, because it just... It, it seems as though the smartphone has only made it worse yeah, well, funny with we, people saying things negatively with yeah. anim, anonymity and yeah. yeah. We're going to talk about uh, that in a Isn't little bit Isn't today stand well. up so, the bullying so, day it today? It is, as anyway. a matter of fact. Okay. Yeah, we all just need all right. to Everybody take a out. big right. deep breath. We're all entitled to our opinion, but we just don't have to be mean. Yeah, that's right. So the newest Ben and Jerry's flavor, Marshmallow Sky, it looks fantastic. It's blue, though. It's kind of interesting. The ice okay. cream's blue. But it's a right. marshmallow-flavored ice cream base with marshmallow cream cream swirls in it, okay. uh, gobs of chocolate. So it looks like sky with clouds chip. in it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, it's got the chocolate chip cookie dough in it, too, though. But no. uh, that, that's not my favorite. Yeah. Okay. So Paramount has announced a spinoff. It's not a prequel. It's not a sequel. It's a spinoff to? of the beloved 1986 film Ferris Bueller's Day uh, Off. Uh, it's titled oh. Sam and Victor's Day Off. The film will focus on the two valets who took Cameron's <laughs> father's Ferrari for a joyride. The film will also take place in a single day, just like the original did, and it is expected to have a theatrical release. That's, I was actually thinking of that scene. So that could be funny, right? When you brought it up, because there's that scene with really? the valets when he comes back to get it, and yes. he says this with a tip. See what a Finsky can do to a guy's attitude? A Finsky, a fiver. <laughs> hands the guy a it's, it's, uh, that movie. It's, uh, Love. That, that is gold, Jerry. Yeah. So hopefully maybe you'll enjoy the spin-off. May, maybe. Okay. Maybe. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. Let's talk about the homestead for a second, shall we? Let's oh, here we go. Come on in and we'll have a tour of what it is. <laughs> right. There's a, a particular trend that came around when our house was built that was very popular for a time. It went away. And then I think not too long ago, you said it's beginning to make a comeback because people want these. I'm talking about the wet bar, which, you know, we don't use necessarily as a bar bar, but we have our coffee there and there's a sink there. But we like having it. That's for sure. But it's interesting because a lot of those shows, those remodel and redo and house flipper kind of shows, they do the final reveal at the end. And a lot of times you'll see very similar things in each house. You're like, is that the new thing? And then... But they they don't seem like they would be very useful. In fact, they asked uh, online on BuzzFeed, they said, what are some of the design trends that you see all over all of those shows, but you wouldn't have it in your actual house? Okay. This first one, I 100% agree because it looks like it might be a good idea, maybe in a restaurant, but open shelving in the kitchen. They said it just collects grease and dust. Yeah, I have seen this, and I I too marvel at like who's going to put all of their stuff on display. Yeah, not I don't like the all. I mean, we've got our dishes through glass 
cabinetry that you can see, and right. it's, it looks nice because it's white. And so those you have to keep nice. Right. But the other but cabinets. The, st- the pantry and all that stuff and the pots and pans. I couldn't do open Who all wants, over. No. I couldn't do that. No. The shiplap and the farmhouse sinks are on there. Okay. Those super open floor plans. They said we, we went through a trend where everything was super wide open, but then every room leads to the other, and you can see everything everywhere. Uh, well, we have a we, – well, there's partial – yeah, we have partial downstairs that's open like that. But I, I absolutely love that. I, I'm such a fan of that still. But, like, the whole thing is open. Um, they said pot fillers over the oh, stove. Yeah. Although I've got friends who have I them and love them. never understood that. Oh, just because the pot's so hot, unless you you're over. really unless you're running a restaurant in your home, right? I well, don't see the need for that much water. I the, I've seen them for dog bowls. Yeah, they have them kind of coming out yeah, of the wall, yeah. so you can just refill the dog bowl. Yeah. Uh, they said the barn doors. They yeah. seem like a great idea, but they're why well, I, I love barn. I love yeah, them, but no. like on a bathroom, like especially yeah. a guest bathroom, because the I gap is want... about a foot <laughs> wide. You can see, hey, see and hear what's going on there. <laughs> exactly. Excuse me. Hold on. Uh, and then they finally said microwaves that are the low ones that kind of slide out. The drawer, the drawer one. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I'm not a fan of those myself, yeah, but I know we've a got lot. A, we've well, got you've got, a got one. We do. They said, you know, especially you know, kids put stuff in them. They're not, you know, especially yeah. when they're little. But yeah. that's some of the stuff. How about okay. you guys? What would you add to this list? Triple eight nine two two seven two three four. Ashley and Brad. Time to take you back, way back, listener, and we're going to mess around with the medium of audio because I'm going to play for you some sound effects that uh, probably you don't hear much anymore. Okay, you have to tell me what these things are. And like I said, you could probably identify these, but perhaps there are some generations that have no idea what these sounds are. Okay. So uh, sound effects from yesteryear. Yeah, I'll talk about, uh, let's start with this one. Very ubiquitous for us growing up okay. at a certain time. And I think still some generations could pick this up. What is this? It's a busy signal because exactly. you called somebody. That's right. And even, well... If the line was engaged, you would get this mm-hmm. busy signal. Or if you left it off the hook. Oh, yeah. Call waiting, yeah. I remember, when both parts, when you're on the line new, on both. You could, used to be able you, to break into the phone call. You'd how do you have, mean break in? If the line was busy and you heard this, you'd call the operator and say, uh, I need an emergency breakthrough to this number. And then the operator would come into the middle of their conversation and say, uh, we have a breakthrough from Brad. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Did you ever break through someone's line? All the time we used to do that. Really? Oh, yeah. It didn't cost any money? No. But wow. It was, it was, no. We were like, okay, it's time Just for you to Just to mess with people? Exactly. <laughs> get off the phone. It's my turn to talk now. Uh, let's try. That's it, yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. Let's try this one. What is this? Nah, oh, my on. mother. Old school. Old school. My, I'm telling you, I don't know that. Until the day she died, if she would ever know how to fill up her own car, because <laughs> she always went to the full service, uh-huh. and that's yeah. the—I guess—that would alert the the attendants. The attendants that, yeah. Hey, someone's here. That's right, gas station. How about this one? Um, Polaroid camera. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Um, uh, this again, a bygone era, but very familiar to a lot of us. Yes, Oh, is that television? That's television. Turning the dial on the television. Before, okay. Yeah. 
again, there was, you know, a few of the channels and then a few UHF ones. Okay. And you had and to so get up from the floor. You did. I, and I did. turn the channel <laughs> with your hand. See, we had a, a cable box on top, but I don't recall any noise it made in between. Oh, yeah. You would just turn oh, yeah. the, the, we had yeah. like, like 80 channels. Right. Exactly. Okay. How about this one? Got to let it warm up first. And then, once you engage it, it sounds like this. I'm going to say that's a film projector. That's exactly what that is, a film projector. I didn't know you had to let it warm up. Well, you know, I had to let it get going, like that that lamp warmed up. Okay. And then, yes, finally, how about this one? Yeah. That's the dial of the radio. That's locking it in and ripping the knob (laughs) off right there. Ashley and Brad. It's Ashley and Brad on the radio, and here it is, the 23rd day of February. How are those resolutions going, everybody? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I, think, uh, I think they've uh, met their end a long time ago. But there's uh, that's why I said I, I don't make them. If I can't do it in August, I don't see the flip of a calendar being a big motivator. Well, that's a resolution, so, but, I know, but what I'm, about like a bucket list? Same thing. I don't, I've never thought of a bucket list. Really? I've never come up with a bucket oh, list. Oh, I totally have. I, I don't. I there just, are I countries don't I'd like to visit. There are okay. things I would like to do. All right. You don't have like any vision for no, stuff you want to do? I, 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 I truly try and stay. Today's what? Friday? Right. I mean, that's as far as I can think sometimes. But something you don't want to accomplish on the weekend, you're like, hey, let's go to this place. Hey, let's go there. Uh, I'm such in, I don't know. I don't oh, know. I, I mean, love so, it. Uh, the most we've done is like thinking this summer, oh, where, where where might we go? Okay. Well, that's a kind of a semi-bucket that, list. But that's. Yeah. But what about an anti-bucket list? What about like, okay, I'm not, I'm never doing that or I'm never doing it again if you did it before. Oh, Okay, well, yeah, I could probably come up with a few things like that. Right, because I've got a friend who there's a huge music festival, and I've been to it a, several times, and she wanted to do it. It's been on her bike. She did it, and she's like, I'm never doing that, that again. That's <laughs> that's near the top of my, I'd never want to do it. I've never really? been, but I've seen enough oh, of it I to go. I love those. I wouldn't go there if I was paid to oh, go there. Oh, no. It's the it's one great. out in the desert that you got to truck everything in. Your own water, your own food, your own everything. Okay, that's all. That's yeah. and then you burn a thing yeah, at the end. That's, and yeah, just, that's wow. maybe not. Maybe like, not that well, one. No, thank you. No, <laughs> so thanks. on this list, they say run a marathon. Yeah. Things that they've either I've done never, or they've yeah. never wanted to. Never thought of doing that ever. I've walked. I did the breast cancer marathon, but okay. that's a walking yeah, it's one. A that's a walkathon. Yeah, that's a that's it's a. It's a partial whatever you want to no, do. That's a, a saunter. That's a amble. That's let me a, tell you, I ended up sauntering with all the blisters, <laughs> but I sure did that one did. five times. Okay. Um, going on a cruise. Some I people, would love to do that. Some people Again. are like, okay. Now, this is on a lot of people's anti-bucket list. Okay. Um, bungee jumping. Yeah, I've heard too many stories. Skydiving. Like, my, one of my... Like, one of my daughters is dying to go skydiving. Okay. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. My mom did it. She and, did? Yeah. Yeah, something I... I mean, you'd have to kind of push me out. Okay. And having huge weddings. They're okay. like, just something they don't... It's not on their It's not on their list to do. What's huge, though? Define huge. That's How many it. guests? Well, I think that's subjective because to some people, 50 people is a huge wedding. To others, yeah. 500 well, is a huge okay. wedding. So yeah, I don't know. So is there something on your anti-bucket list? Is something you... Have never done, but sushi. don't want to. I could put sushi don't. on that list. I'm, I'm okay. fine, thank you. Many, but you have tried I've it. I've tried it several times. Oh, you've tried and I'm, it several I'm times. I'm still just like, mm, I'm good. So, then why do you keep trying it? if you? <laughs> because people keep, oh, you've got to try Oh, it's delicious. Oh, it doesn't taste like fish at all. Guess what? It all tastes like fish. <laughs> Ashley and Brad.
Thanks, everybody, for getting in touch with our show, which you can do several ways. There's the email address, which is ab at Ashley Brad Radio. Yes, I see one from Francis. I see one from James. There's the text and voicemail line, which both Francis and Pat used again today. That number is 888-922-7234. And we will address these texts and emails and voicemails that we got in just a little bit here. But thanks for getting in touch is what we're saying. 888-9AB-RADIO and ab at Ashley Brad Radio. Here's news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, every one of us move in a unique way, and scientists are saying the way that we walk our personal gait can indicate a lot about our health. So having your gait analyzed by a health professional, I, you know, I've never had that done at my yearly visit. He's never said, hey, why don't you walk down the hall? Uh, but apparently it can predict a lot of things, like uh, risk falls in older adults, delays in children, hmm. and with coupled with cognitive decline, the risk of dementia. Walking speed can also be an indicator of your health. Yep, exactly. If you walk like that, mm-hmm. it's associated with a reduced risk of death. So maybe you should. We should all. I did. That, step it okay, up. so that's what's frustrating about. Uh, I'm using quotes here. Walking my dog. Mm-hmm. He, he is a marker. So, so he's a mosier. He's not walking. Right. He's just sauntering from one marking spot to the next. What? Walking down the middle and of the I, road. Well, I try and he keeps pulling to the side and I'm like, let's go. I need to walk. And it's it's hard to get exercise with him. Yeah. He's yeah. not yeah, he's not an exercise dog. Have you taken yours on a walk? You just Oh yeah. Him... My dog loves walks. Okay. But my roommate's dog will stop and smell every mm, single yeah. so I can't take her. Exactly. If I want to walk, walk, I'm taking my dog. Yeah. So KFC is launching its Cheetza nationwide on Monday, the 26th. The new dish is similar to pizza, except they're going to be using chicken instead of dough crust. So Cheetza will feature two crispy fried chicken fillets topped with marinara sauce and mozzarella cheese and okay. pepperoni. Uh, it originally launched like many things do in different countries uh, in the Philippines back in 2015. And it was so popular there. America, they said, hey, let's try this in America. See if it's, so if it's if your it cheat here. day, then it's really your cheat cheetah day. Viper <laughs> so, uh, hey, Paraboo has announced she's joining the cast of the upcoming Amazon Prime video spy series Butterfly alongside lead Daniel Day Kim. The series follows the story of a mysterious former U.S. intelligence operative played by Kim who finds himself pursued by a deadly young agent played by Paraboo. She's going to portray Juno, a powerful and complex CEO of an intelligence company. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. So thanks, everybody, for being a part of the Ashley and Brad radio program. I will let you in on just a, uh, a little inside baseball for a second. So mm-hmm. I was uh, I, I took the other day off because I was shooting a television commercial. Correct. And the occasion was, I, I can't say much more than other, that we were all gathered at this giant assembly place. Okay. Often where sports are played. Okay. And so they're filming inside there. And, you know, they had lots of background actors, lots of extras to fill in the stands. And, of course, during shooting, there's a lot of sitting around. A lot of waiting. It's hurry up and wait is what I've heard. And I looked across the thing and I saw all the, you know, the the background. Almost every one of them just staring at a phone. Oh, yeah. And I thought, you're literally sitting next to new people you've never met. Right. But they would rather sit and stare at their phones. Meanwhile, I'm I'm, I'm leaning against the thing going, looking at them going, this is where we find ourselves. Everybody is engaged in the phone. I've made a point not to be engaged you should in take the phone. A, you should have taken a picture. I, I, I think I did. I think I did. That's what I used my phone for is to take a picture of what was happening. But again, this is just what I notice, and it's just me. It's all. It's, it's everywhere, just, though. There's way. 
way too much phone use going on. I mean, I've got that's friends that got rid of landlines, yeah. and that's all they have now are cell phones. And it's been years, but it's interesting because, as obviously many of us know, a couple of days ago, some cell phone service interruption because of that massive outage. Uh, but... What happens when when that occurs? Because there's a funny commercial. I think oh, it was I a know. Super Bowl commercial yeah. where they they're down. The internet goes internet. down for like five, five minutes, minutes, and it's Lord of the Flies, right, right. chaos it's running like around, apocalyptic. Yeah, and and experts are saying we need to make friends with boredom. They were so absolutely. used to not being. They said boredom is actually vital yeah, because. Absolutely. Uh, you know, our gut is if we're sitting there for more than a second, pick up the phone. Oh, my gosh. And they yeah. said, you know, a lot of inventions happen when you're bored. I, a lot because you yeah, have to a, find Here's some cinder blocks and a sheet of plywood. Let's right. jump a bike over it. Right. <laughs> some of the greatest game, games ever were invented mm-hmm. during boredom. Exactly. And it's okay to be bored. So what is it? I mean, do you want to go back to a li- landline? Do you guys want to I, I wouldn't mind. be bored? We have a landline. And I, and I'm I'm literally honestly trying not to use my cell phone as much as possible. I know you're probably one of the three people well, in the world that are trying know, but to do that. That's what but, I'm trying to do. But how about you guys? When was the last time you were bored? You're like, you know what? This is actually okay. Yeah. What would you do? Let us know. Triple eight nine AB Radio. Ashley and Brad. It's game time here on the Ashley and Brad Show. Speaking of the Super Bowl commercials, mm-hmm. uh, were we? I don't know. It seems like we just were. The, we mentioned uh, one last yeah, break. The, the, the Christopher Walken one. Yeah, the, was, yes. Everybody came up to him <laughs> and did a Christopher Walken impression. It was very funny. I like it that was. one. Um, but you, second on the list of people who always get an, uh, an impression made of, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Well, that line. Hey, everybody's got right. a Matthew McConaughey. So I found some celebrities doing Matthew McConaughey Ugh, impressions. Doing the all right, all right, all right. Well, but other, you have to tell me who is the celebrity okay. doing this impression. Okay. Let's start with this one. Let go of the illusion that I exist. Drive around in my Lincoln, rolling this booger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was on, uh, he was doing that on Letterman show. But that is it was a, a stand-up bit that he was doing. No, it was just oh. it was during the interview. He was like, because he this celebrity portrayed Matthew McConaughey on a sketch show. So you have to just tell me who is that doing his Matthew McConaughey? Was this like an SNL show? Yes. Is this an SNL actor? No, but he was a guest star. Huh. And there's a million clues I could give, but yeah, any one of them is a so clue would be fantastic. Nah, it's, it's, they're just too spot on. Too All right, on. so because the, the voice doesn't isn't sounding familiar. Let so let go of the illusion that I exist. Drive around in my Lincoln, rolling this booger. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because during the Lincoln commercial, the his fingers were doing this kind of rubbing thing that he would anyway, and so he was huh. mocking that. Okay. But anyway, yeah, I don't if know. I were to say cable guy, is one clue. Is that Jim Carrey? That is Jim Carrey. It is? Doing his... Wow. God, I hate. Okay. Uh, here's uh, surprisingly a very good one. Tell me who this is. Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Matthew McConaughey. I'm going to tell you a bedtime story. Uh, yeah. Wow. I, I had never heard that one, and I was like, oh, that's pretty good. This is somebody who is normally a singer. A singer. Specifically a crooner. Is that Michael Bublé? It is Michael Bublé. Really? Doing a Matthew McConaughey. My- Michael Bublé doing Matthew McConaughey. That's, that's pretty funny. That's a, it's a very good one. Uh, this was also, I think, on The Letterman Show. Here's another. Uh, Mr. Soderbergh, uh, uh, <laughs> today's scene, I think, would be a good opportunity for me to take my shirt off. 
Is that Matt Damon? That's Matt Damon. Yes. Uh, imitating McConaughey. Wow. And then finally, perhaps the best one uh, of all of them. Michael Bublé was pretty good. This, I think, is very close. You can't just do the all right, all right thing anymore because it's like everyone can do it. That's right. But what you got to do is throw in a little Texas whistle in there with those asses. <laughs> so, so it's like when you start to hear those asses start to creep on in. <laughs> Absolutely. That's fantastic. I know. It's pretty good. Wow. And he, oh, I mean. Is he a Texan? Because he, he does the Texas whistle. He's from Oklahoma, actually. Okay. So, yeah, mm. he gets it. <laughs> But an actor from Oklahoma. Uh, yeah. I mean, been in so many different things. Uh, give me a movie that he was in. Oh, recently? Like, well, I, I know because I took the boys to Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, I'm not going to but That's not going to help me. No, X-Men. He was in that. That also isn't going to help me. He was me. in uh, 30 Rock, the television show, playing somewhat of a recurring character. Ryan Reynolds not from no, Oklahoma. Although He's Ryan Canadian. Reynolds can do one, too. Um, well, I I don't seem to be able to place that yeah, last one. I mean, uh, X Men was yeah, okay, that's good not looking good. dude. Uh, uh, but uh, I, Jason no. Momoa? No, he's no, Hawaiian. Um, no, I don't know. James Marsden. James Marsden oh. is that uh, doing that McConaughey? Spot on. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Ashley and Brad. Thank you, listeners, for A, listening to the show. That's a given. B, is telling us that you listen to the show by getting in touch with us at 888-922-7234. And like we do every day before the news, I generally try to uh, acknowledge everybody's texts and read them. Uh, and sometimes we give in a whole break dedicated yeah, to you. Sometimes we just compile them because there's there's many. Yeah. In fact, we talked the other day about uh, Ziploc bags if you reuse them. Mm-hmm. And on Facebook, Patty said, I'll recycle my husband if he stands still too long. Okay. <laughs> she said they live near a landfill. And so they, they definitely try to use whatever they can. She says she wants to save the earth for her grandbabies to enjoy. Okay. All right. Let's check the email because Francis, of course, gets in touch with us many ways, one of which was on the email. And he said um, maybe about six years ago, he went to buy a packet of cayenne pepper seeds. Uh, he dug a little bit deeper. They were sold out and he looked fine and found one misplaced. Lo and behold, he found yellow seeds. He bought, he planted, grew and found them of equal heat and flavor. Ah, that's so, a tip for you because I you know. guys were going to do a garden. Uh, exactly. And I would love to grow. There you go. Those hot ones. James Murray. Worst food ingredient, a regional company makes prepackaged potato and pasta side dishes. One of the side dishes has a variety of potatoes in it that on the labels look purple. I like purple potatoes. But after heating, they turn black. Oh. So do you think anyone would like to eat black potatoes? Is he burning them? I I don't know. (laughs) But uh, that's what he said. And on the voicemail, uh, yeah, Francis also got in touch. Where were some great movies he likes to watch over and over? Billy Jack. Witch Cassie and Sundance Kid. Any sports movie, Brian's song, couldn't leave out Bullet just for the action. And then again, The French Connection. Just a few of the ones. He also included Tyler Perry's Medea movies. He finds very funny, too. Those are very funny. I agree. And then Pat got in touch on the voicemail saying this. I watch so many movies over and over and over and over again that I couldn't tell you which one I like the best. 
And um, taking breaks is very important. It improves productivity. Can't think of anything else I was going to comment on. There's probably one other thing, but I only have two minutes. I'll go now. Bye. <laughs> so she's aware of the time limit. <laughs> That's right. We do have it. You can always call back and continue the message. Yeah, for part two. But <laughs> or three or four. But uh, thanks, Beth. And for, another and thing. another thing. Thanks for getting in touch. And you do on social media as well. So thank you, everybody, for doing so. Ashley and Brad. It's Ashley and Brad on the radio. Let me just put a little soft music on here. Breathe deep. And then exhale. Exactly. So just take a moment to calm down. Big deep breaths, everybody. Because it's, again, it's what it's another installment of what do I know? Right? I don't know anything. <laughs> but I can look around the landscape around me culturally and see it seems as though. Society has a hair trigger for yeah. anything. Got a knee jerk reaction. These we all days. want. We're all saying to you know calm down. Yet we all go oh, online yeah. and say these oh, things. Yeah. It's like, wait a second. Yeah. How hypocritical can we be? Well, very apparently. Yes. Uh, because everybody, like I said, is in a, just a hurry to get angry about something. And so it would be a lot better if we could all just maybe try and calm down a little bit. But mm-hmm. you're bringing us news about this right now. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, they're calling it the outrage culture. And it's yeah. because in this digital age, we can do, we can react so quickly. And we have been. Yeah. There's a collective tendency to react with intense negativity to things that develop around us. Okay. I, you know what? I wasn't so, planning on this, but I'm going to take a moment to ta- tell this little story. Okay. So a couple of weekends ago, my son is involved in robotics. Uh-huh. And so we went to this competition. Right. Where we brought our own field that we assembled to be able to practice in this gymnasium. Okay. Before we went to the main stage. Mm-hmm. I, we didn't know, but the rule is that if you put down a field, somebody else can come along and just use it. Okay. Even though it's not theirs. Right. Even though we brought it. So we found kids that were on there practicing. Mm-hmm. And then came the time for us like, okay, excuse us. Um, we brought, the, we, we'd like to practice now for our team. Right. My wife says to one of the students there, um, hey, uh, sorry, we're going to take the field back. She didn't hear. She didn't know. My wife used him like, um, hmm, let, let me see if I can get the coach to come over. Right. So she brought the coach over. Um, yeah, this is our use, field. We need to use. We, we brought this. Right. After the whole thing was over, the day is over, we're starting to leave. One of these sponsors from that team came mm-hmm. up. Um, excuse me. Um, I want you to know that you traumatized my child by telling her that you couldn't use the field anymore. And my wife was like, uh, excuse me? Uh-oh. Traumatized? By telling her that she couldn't, and I was the, gently, she said, I'm sorry, we need you. This is where we are these days. Yes. By telling or correcting someone, it causes trauma? Right. Well, that's what they're saying. It, it devolves us into these toxic spirals. <sighs> wow. That any little thing, if somebody makes a mistake, yeah. they put something on whatever, they misspeak, people <laughs> yeah. just attack them before yeah. it's, you're yeah. like, hold on, man. Exactly. Right. right. Exactly. And that's the problem. They said, you know. Researchers said it's probably a little bit more helpful if we do some positive comments and to try to counter, you know, And my this. wife, bless her, she was holding Ooh. back. She goes, I'm sorry, but I, there was nothing about what I said that would right. perhaps cause her trauma. Right. I was just a little concerned that we wouldn't have time to practice on our own field. Right. So it's, yeah, 
That's a bummer. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's face it. How many public bathrooms are cringeworthy? I would say a yeah, lot of them. They're fine. A lot of they're them. They're all good. They're impossible to, invo- <laughs> to avoid. That's for sure. Would you go into them barefoot is, is the question. I sure wouldn't. And okay. I did see that picture of Britney Spears coming out of that's that. Right. Oh, no, no, no. Uh-huh. But listen, sometimes you got to make a pit stop on the go. They say there's one smart strategy. If it's got multiple stalls, uh-huh. try to get the one closest to the door because most people will skip over that go to the middle ones. Okay. So if you're trying to get one of the cleanest ones, I don't know. The one near the door, huh? They say that that's the one. So CBS has revealed the new cast for season 36 of The Amazing Race, which premieres March 13th. Host Phil Keegan is going to kick things off from Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Along the way, racers are going to be paragliding in Colombia, rally car racing in Argentina, swimming Mm -hmm. through waterfalls in the Dominican Republic and more. The cast includes a former NFL player, some firefighter moms, military pilots, and twin brothers, among others. Are you sitting down? I've never seen eight seconds of The Amazing Race. I've seen, I've seen a couple episodes. Really? Yeah, a couple. Okay. It's, right. it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, clearly, at season 36, uh, 36 a lot of people are watching. Hit, apparently. Yes. Apparently. Yeah. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. Walk with us, listener, as we take a walk down the long hallway here. That is in a the, long hallway. In, in the studio. On our way to the radio station kitchen, because we're going to whip up something delish. Oh, good. Right here in the... St- Hold on. we still got about a quarter mile to go. <laughs> it's a long way away. I'm going to be famished by the time I get there. <laughs> so we've got ourselves a box of brownies here that mm-hmm. we're going to whip up in the uh Oh, the mix. You got the, the mix. The mix. And so usually it's just a little oil, a little egg, and that's about it. Or yeah. sometimes just water. But... Would you like to zhuzh it up a little bit, <laughs> is what we're asking. Well, that's the thing, because there are so many times where you buy a boxed whatever and you mm-hmm. make it, and it probably is fine, but don't you ever want to up the ante and make it taste, like, better? I'm fine with whatever. Sometimes it just comes out of the box. It I doesn't like have the, to be, but... Although I would I would like those edges all the time if I could right, on right. a brownie. The cor- right. Those quarter pieces. Those quarter pieces are the that's best. That's the one. But I have known people to substitute something like, oh, instead of milk, I put in applesauce. Yeah, I know and people that do that. Moister, so yeah. I'm like, ooh, that's pretty good. Well, and it's interesting. It was um, Jerry Seinfeld's wife has a cookbook that's yeah. all about Jessica, that. Jessica, yeah, Sw- swapping out things that right. maybe. But I do remember watching the Barefoot Contessa mm-hmm. uh, years ago, and she said. Uh, when she makes anything chocolate, chocolate cake, chocolate brownies, any yeah. of that stuff, she puts in a scoop of espresso powder. Okay. In, and she said it just it amps up the flavor. And wow. I tried it, and it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. So now anything mm-hmm. chocolate. Chocolate and espresso. It'll be like this. No, it's a little. It's one. It's like a teaspoon. Uh, okay. But it, it amps up the flavor. Uh, and then okay. also... Um, sprinkling a little bit of like Fleur de Seal, uh, the the sea salt, the, mm-hmm. the flake salt <gasps> on right. anything chocolate. Okay. And they said for brownies. So I do a couple of these things. One of them is the espresso powder. Okay. One of them says switch up the baking vessel, which means instead of using a glass uh, pan or the, the metal pan. Yeah. If you have a cast iron skillet mm-hmm. and you've never tried a brownie from a cast iron, it's a whole different yeah. level. Right. Uh, using any kind of extract, vanilla extract, yeah. a mint, a peppermint, you know, mm-hmm. any kind of thing like that. So if you're sitting at home and you're like, you know what? Because I know you said it was chili day. Mm-hmm. Make a big yeah. batch of chili and make some of these brownies. Mm. And put some chili on top of them. Yeah. Ashley and Brad. You want to play a game, you say, here on the Ashley and Brad Show. Well, okay, we can uh, accommodate you here as we get to play. I should have known that. 
it's the game we got for Christmas where you start off with 25 points. The points will be deducted for every answer you don't get correct. That's why this one's hard because you get deductions. I know. Uh, we've played uh, the other ones, but this one takes the points away. Okay. Uh, again, starting with 25 points. Here's your first question. How do you say Japan in Japanese? Japan. Okay, next question. How many Disney resorts are there in Europe? Uh, 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 two? Who painted the painting The Scream? Edvard Munch. How long does it take the Earth to rotate half a turn around its axis? Twelve hours. Okay, let's check your answers. The first question. How do you say Japan in Japanese? Nippon. Oh. Subtract five points. (laughs) You're down to 20 points. Nice. How many uh, Disney resorts are there in Europe? There is one. Oh. In Paris. Oh. Take away four points. (laughs) Okay. You're at 16 points. (laughs) Who painted the painting The Scream? Edvard Munch. Very good. How long does it take the Earth to turn a half a turn? It's 12 hours. So you wound up with 16 points. Boo me. That's terrible. Well. That's why the name of the game is I Should Have Known That. Okay, are you ready? Sure. How many cents are there in one euro? <sighs> cents in a euro? Um, I, I, I'm going to go with 100, but okay. I, I don't know this really. I, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. Uh, what do you call a person who generously donates large amounts of money to charity? Uh, a philanthropist. Uh, how big is the population of the U.S.? When was this question the, I, I don't written know. or taken? That was the first thing I thought. Because. Uh, give me an approximate. I mean. <laughs> like if you're off by a couple million. Here's the, Okay. As a kid, there was a Burger King commercial that as a part of their jingle in 1976, they said 200 million people. No two are quite the same. Mm-hmm. So I knew it was then, then. But what is it now? I'm going to say three to 400 million. Okay. And do you set the clock forward or back one hour when shifting to daylight saving time, which is coming up very soon? Yeah, well, we spring forward, so we we go forward into the time. Let's check your answers. How many cents are in one euro? I have no idea. Incredible guess. It is 100. Well, it makes sense, but... Yeah, well... It makes makes euros and cents. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What do you call a person who generously donates large amounts of money to charity? I would have said rich. Okay. You said philanthropist, so yes, that's true. Actually, both of those answers are correct. Uh, How big is the population of the United States? What what are they right? What is the They said 320 million. You said between... So you got that one right. All right. And uh, do you set the clock forward or back one hour when shifting in the next hour and a half? Yeah. You do spring forward. So you got the... 25. 25, right. my friend. How about that? Ashley and Brad. Fun fact time with us, Ashley and Brad, bringing you interesting tidbits of information that take place on the 23rd. Well, again, of course, again, it's still freezing cold. It's winter in a lot of uh, places. And, of course, it's a good time to get out there and do some ice sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of which is curling. Today is curling is cool day. That's right. Curling is cool today, Brad. Okay, it uh, is. It's a kind of a strange, interesting game, but it's interesting, and uh, millions of people love it. Not so much in the, I mean, we're getting, we've been introduced to it here in the United States, but yeah. not that long ago. It combines ice skating, the mm-hmm. techniques of bowling and shuffleboard, one of the, actually one of the oldest team sports 
ever that was played in medieval Scotland, wow. but it wasn't played at the Winter Olympics until 1998. So it's not that old to a lot yeah, of us. Right. And I do remember watching it at like, I think like last year's. I kind of was very intrigued by it. Oh, yeah. It. It's fascinating. There's actually a bunch of curling documentaries, and there are leagues at ice rinks all across the U.S. that welcome all skill levels. Yeah. Uh, curling is an all time favorite sport of George Clooney and Bruce Springsteen. Really? So you never know where you might show the up. The sweepers. I find the sweepers fascinating. The whole thing is fascinating. Yeah, so they it said is. even if you live in warm weather climates, uh-huh. your local ice rink probably has a curling club. Right. Ashley and Brad.